Hi guys, welcome back to episode 13 of Melvin Girl Problem Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about friends and friend groups that we have normally in college and it's, you know, in high school and in middle school it's probably a little bit different because of the pandemic. But I think it's always good to have a nice support system in school regardless of your grade level or education level. And I think it's important now, especially... Um, because you need that, that, that type of like push to like keep you going, to motivate you, I think. And I think uh, also it's very important to have a, a support group of friends that will like, you know, listen to you when you're going through tough times, whether that be for academic or, you know, situational stuff that you can't really talk about, but they got your back. You know, I think that's really important to have, especially now. Um, even for me, uh, I have a lovely support group here at college. My friends love me daily. And I have friends all over the place, so I think it's really good to have that strong friend group in college because you need them. And I feel like for people, like, even though our society has changed just a little bit because of the pandemic, I think you think it's always like a guide how to make friends, but there's not really truly a guide. Because if you honestly think about back to your college, do you remember the first friend you ever made? The first person, you know, I constantly remember calling my friend or my lady or my best friend or someone, you know, you spent like preschool and kindergarten and elementary school with. And then, you know, you can share similar interests and same personalities, you know, and then you continue that friendship. And the friendship normally has shifted and you know, make new friends along the way, do you bring new relationships with existing friends and falling out of touch with others. And when you look back at it, it seems like friendship is something that just happens. You can't really control it. It would seem maybe it's better not to. After all, you can't force a friendship. Yet, what I've come to realize in the past couple of years is that while you can't force and manufacture a friendship, you can seek it and cultivate it. It isn't completely out of your control. In fact, something it's an important part of living a happy life. It's something that you put autopilot on at your peril, sadly. And one quote that comes to mind is from C.S. Lewis. He said, friendship is born at that moment when one person says to another, what? Me too? I thought I was the only one. And one of the best things about college is all the opportunities it gives you to start fresh, start anew, like a clean slate. It's especially the case with friends. Where you're in a new place surrounded by literally thousands of people you've never met before. All these people are potential friends and you just have to seek them out. Which can be very overwhelming, especially if you're an introvert. But if you're an introvert, have fun. I think also there are a number of new ways of making friends and have new opportunities making Possibly new friends, I mean old friends while in college. Whether that be your first semester or while your final semester, I think making friendships can deepen an exciting new experience and also new friendships in college and beyond. So, you know, what's the ultimate question? Why do you have to make friends? Like, why you have the friends you do, you know? And then, you know, where do you make that person count with your first friend? For most people, that fits into two categories, your school and your neighborhood. But these two areas have in common, that's where you spend most of your time as a kid. So the reason you have the friends you have was quite simple. You spend a lot of time repeatedly, repeatedly interacting with them, whether that be on the playground, at recess, or in group activities in school. Now, some of the most important catalysts is not not saying like, like almost like depending on the location of your area determines it all. Sometimes it depends on similar interests and personalities play a very important role as well as you're obviously drawn more to some people than others. Perhaps you admire how outgoing that person was or while the other one's drawn to your calmness. Perhaps you were both trading Pokemon cards or playing Magic cards or just talking about totally spies or Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever the case may be, preference over recess, over story time. Or it could also be an influence of where you spend most of the time and who you spend it strongly with. 
And it's also the case of it continue later on in your school life from preschool, elementary, middle, and high school. And especially in high school, whether you're marching band, honor class, theater, art club, wherever the case may be. Often t- those cases are ringing the most too. And one of the most important factors is spending a lot of time together. During activities, you share activities that reflect on at least some shared same interests or values. People join marching band for a lot of different reasons, for instance, but most of them are bound to share at least a couple of those common interests for those reasons in common. I think what you can tell a lot about your friends is how actually you make friends, and that's what, what I'll talk about next, is how to make friends with intention. An important quote that I've discovered is Zig Ziglar. He said, if you go looking for a friend, you're going to find that they're very scarce. Scars. Scarce. And if you go out to be a friend, you'll find them everywhere. Now that, you know, you get the fundamental gist of a friendship, I think one thing society tries to tell us the most is this happens naturally. Actively seeking friendship can seem unnatural. I think, however, that being intentional about your relationship is one of the key things to a happy life. Unlike your family, you have control over who your friends are. It makes sense that then to be deliberate and choosing friends. Actually seeking out friends means you're more likely to have people around you who energize you, make you laugh, and support you during difficult times, as I stated before. Now that we have established the importance of being intentional about who your friends are, we can move on to how the how part, basically. I think it could easily be broken into three sections. Um, the first place to find friends is in college. And I think sometimes that people struggle in the past where they should actually go to meet the friends of friends. That might seem obvious to some people. But if you're introvert, and I've been for a long time introvert, extrovert, depending on the situation, it can be helpful to define places and it takes some of the mystery and worry out of the potential interaction. And if you are a very social person, you may not realize all the possible places that can you can go to meet people in college. It's pretty ridiculous when you think about it, especially if you go to a larger school. I think sometimes there are a lot of people you can go like to campus events. You can go to guest speaker night, karaoke night, uh, protests, charities, free craft night, classical music concert, music festivals, a TED talk, quidditch matches, like any type of theme, dance with free food, and global norm socials. Call events are probably the best place to meet people. They give you an automatic talking point, especially something like a speaker, and they run the gamut of comfort levels for introverts and extroverts. So if Facebook has made it a little bit easier than ever to learn about these events, what more you can always check out dozens of posters advertising them around campus the real challenge is choosing which one to go to as there are like some every night of the week i think also uh, many events uh, i don't think uh, my campus event usually is like either like a gathering whether you meet people will that be a free book event or like a free like grab and go event or like a free event where you just chat and make crafts and hang out with people you know and talk about it some more things you might check up a conversation there's also tons of cameras. Organizations might be the best place to make friends. This is simply because there are so many of them with intramural sports and social cases as a recreational activities, music pursuits, or career aspirations. There's probably a club for it. Clubs have all the benefits of campus events, which add bonus that they meet regularly. This gives you a chance to have repeated interactions with the same people with important ingredients in forming a friendship. Like for me, I had to join three clubs before the pandemic really hit. I was in Tabletop Club, which is like a board game club, I was in anime club, we talked about Japanese anime, play games about it, and then I was in TAC, Technology Assistant Gaming Club, which also played with computer gaming and taught me how to maintain and change my computer and like things like that. And then I think when you think about picking your campus organization carefully, it's fine to try out a bunch of different clubs at the beginning of the semester, but it's better in the long run for both your social life and your stress level to commit to at least to two to three clubs that you really enjoy and care about. That's kind of what I did. On Mondays, the tabletop from like 6 to 9. 
uh, tag was usually from like six to eight, six to nine, and then Amicals was usually from like seven to nine. And that was on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, where my class load wasn't as heavy. So I was able to get my work done and like be able to like do what I think I was supposed to do and enjoy my social life in the long run. It's also worth nothing that some clubs are better for performing friendship than others. Clubs are like highly structured. Some of the musical groups or camps counselors often leave a little room back to talk and get to know each other. That's not to say that you shouldn't join a more structured club, you know. But I feel like it'd be a little bit trickier to make friends than less structured organizations since it's philosophy discussion in class or a running club. Classes that are usually 150 hours in a week assume that you spend 8 hours a night getting excellent sleep. That leaves you to do it at 112 walking hours. Probably spend around 12 to 15 hours in classes each week, which works around about 10.71% to 13.39% a time you're away. That represents a great opportunity to make friends. As with some clubs, some classes work better than others for making friends. Classes that have large labs or group projects, annoying as they may be, tend to work better since they give you more time to talk than a class than just straight-up lectures. Class are also enjoy the obvious benefit of some sort of shared interests, or at least shared obligations, if it's a genetic requirement class. And then also your dorm room. If you're not in your class, then odds are you're in your dorm, especially if you're first year class. If you may be interesting or not to your liking, then the dorm may look like a way to look from doom, as one might say. But one thing dorms do have going for them is that they're a great place to make friends, even just bonding over a shared adversity. Seriously though, dorms are a great way to become all the spontaneous social interaction they invite, whether it be hanging out in the common area, doing homework, brushing your teeth, or in the common bathroom, or staging a impromptu to hallway nerf battle at 2 a.m. At my school, nerf guns are not allowed, so can't be doing that last one, but definitely you can like go in the commons area, especially if you're already hosting an event that you all and the other rents can gather to, and you can like make a few friends that way. Of course, there are bugs always apply to other living situations, sharing a house with semi-random people where I made some of my best friends in college. Even if you're running an apartment off campus, you can still make an effort to get to know your neighbors. Informal hangouts are another great way to make friends. I think this is a pretty broad topic and category, including everything from a big house party to dorm lot, smash tournaments. Often these begin with a casual text like, hey, we should all hang out tonight. Where things can go from there, if anyone's guess. But a great thing about informal hangout is that they allow us for a lot of time to actually talk and get to know people Okay, this may be true, not true if you're the wall-to-wall frat party blaring Kanye, but you get the idea. It's also well informal, so things get awkward, it's easy just to leave. These sort of hangouts are also great for cultivating existing friendships. And then also look for things around campus. People often overlook this, but if you keep an eye, keep your mind open, you can meet some really cool people this way. Because basically this is everywhere that's not classes. Some of them might include the gym. If you broke work out, that's clearly a shared interest. The student center, a great place for people watching, but also a nice place to strike up casual conversation. Waiting in the hall, whether it be before class or meeting with a professor or whatever. Walking around campus, but if it happens to be walking the same direction as someone or at the same location, that's a nice conversation to starter. This is probably on the more advanced level making friends as this requires you to in- initiate conversations with strangers because it's a great way to overcome your shyness and increase your confidence. Now, they also uh, often take different forms of meeting friends, any, as obvious in any Facebook group or associated with your class or school. I don't, it depends on the situation, but I knew some people who made friends just, just being active in this Facebook class or group before the rest even started. This is a great way to go, and then, like most people, come across more eloquently in writing than you do in person. Just don't be that one, per- that one of those people who span the group. Not cool. And then also the talk about internships and research assistance. When you, when you're like a like into your like junior or senior year, you'll 
find a lot about internships and you know and like meet people help people with resumes for example if you like spent like living on campus for a summer for an internship and you become an intern assistant you have a chance to make several new friends the campus was nearly empty and it makes you feel like a lot more manageable like you know you live in a dorm with a couple good about people you know you're cooking dinner doing laundry and then you have common ground conversation even though i simply as sometimes check out the conversation is going as far as well well what sort of research are you doing this summer? Or how do you find an internship? Can be the opening gates to a meaningful relationship. And then you have the campus jobs. In the professional world, people often talk about having work friends, but this is something that's required you to have a full-time job to take a manager. Besides the time management, auditor, mandatory benefits of campus jobs are, are a cool way to meet people. When you work for a campus job, for instance, you can chat with several people uh, six times a day. And then normally you don't have that opportunity as well. You could look for a better backing to play to meet people. There's even a strategy of a job with a lot of downtime, such as working at receptions. And help you meet new to people each and every day. And then how to go from acquaintance to friends is another good question. Because sometimes you go out some places above and you meet some people. Ideally, you choose in a place where you can encounter some of the same people over and over in order to build a rapture or repertoire. Maybe you even exchange phone numbers or even add each other on Facebook. Now that you have these weak ties, um, a similar term from a psychologist, Marcus Gobernat, how do you take the relationship to a deeper level? How do you go from acquaintance to friend? The answer is not turn out very truly simple. It's not necessarily easy. But hanging out in groups is a lot of fun. But it can be difficult to spend time with each other, talking with one person to really open up to each other and be, go get beyond surface level conversation. The best way to go from acquaintance to friends spend quality time talking and, and or doing activities together. To make it easier, I suggest that you find a cultivating way or two relationships at a time. Going out and meeting a lot of people, it's a good idea to keep social skills honed and broadening your network. But when it comes to making friends, it's best to keep it small, especially if you're more introvert and find social interactions very draining. Like dating, it's also best to keep things casual at first. Message the person and suggest meeting for coffee or lunch. These are settings are great because they are low pressured and allow for easy escape if the conversation gets stale. Or if you want more structured than suggesting activities you both would enjoy, ideally one that is not too intense. This is going for a walk in a local park. It's probably better than suggesting the two of you hike the Appalachian Trail. Just remember to pick activities where you can actually talk to each other. So eating a meal together is better than seeing a movie, for example. If things are going well, then you may be ready to take things to the next level, which I'll talk about later. And then normally, let's say that you've gone through the, the whole part of your different call yourself a friend. How do you maintain this friendship and how do you take it to a deeper place? Maintaining the friendship is similar to, to many things. Just keep in touch and do things together regularly. Pretty simple. As for deepening friendship, the key is, in my experience and from people is uh, vulnerability. Um, I think when people complain about shallow conversation, they're usually getting a deeper lack of vulnerability. They're getting at, at the sense that people try to seem impressed instead of revealing what they really like, how they really feel. And I feel like it can be painful and risky, but also tremendously rewarding. I think also for particulars to be vulnerable is asking, you know, common questions or like, you know, tips and like how do I suggest my friends in high school when I'm in college? Well, that's a tricky one. It depends on your circumstances. If you go to college in town where most of your high school friends still live, it's really a matter of meeting regularly. However, if you and your friends are scattered all across the country at different colleges, as well as to me, then you have to be more deliberate. My high school friends and I have always made a point of getting together, um, whether that be when I come home for break or vacation, we meet up for a simple, like, outing to the bookstore or the movie or just hang out at my place, you know, and then there's texting, calling, and FaceTime regularly.
Now, with that being said, you also expect that you'll drift away from some of your high school friends. People change a lot after high school. The gap between life stages widens a lot, or at least more visible than it was before college. This can be uncomfortable, but it's bound to happen. On the other hand, if you were unsatisfied with a friendship you had in high school, college is a great place to start first. Obviously, don't be a jerk. Don't feel like you have obligations to remain friends with people just being you hung out with them in high school. That would sink very low. And then, you know, become the organizer. If your friends don't want to do, don't ever want to do anything, just take the after role and planning things for all you do. It's like I think it takes a more approach when you're developing yourself as a sense of individual, especially in college. But if like they're looking like a same general position as you, looking for someone to like ignite the conversation or do activity be the one who moves things along and then branch out from your initial friend groups coming in college is it normal to make friends with the first people you meet and click with there's nothing wrong with this um you know i'm still friends with a lot of people in my college groups and different groups and from like different clubs and stuff but you know encourage you not to feel like those people are the only ones you can ever be friends with go to some of the places like you know i mentioned earlier and try to branch out join a new club take classes outside your areas area of expertise or just strike a conversation with a coworker. The result is is likely to be experienced a richer life and expand social circles. And then go out and make some friends. But I feel like today that you can if you ever take one of these steps on your way to, to a happier, more fellow life, that can be try to look for new places for friends. Invite an acquaintance out for coffee. Practice vulnerability with an existing friend. That's how you can expand your friend group in college. And I feel like this is one way to expand your horizon with friends group but i hope you enjoyed this talk about having a strong friend group on this podcast i will definitely talk about more or relatable like issues or like things i experienced my last year in college and also during pandemic but let me know in the comments below whether that be on facebook or my instagram or snapchat like what are the most things you remember from your friend groups and what things that have you always stuck with or who the friends you always keep in contact with But until then, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you real soon. Bye.